Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sacktown Movie Buffs. Once again, I'm Kier, and this is Jason. And today we're actually going to be reviewing two films. Um, so it's always fun whenever we can review two films that are either very similar or completely opposite. Um, today we're actually going to be reviewing two films uh, that are very similar. The first one is called Feels Good Man. And the second one is called The Social Dilemma. And both of them have to do with basically uh, social, social media, social networking, and that kind of stuff. Um, so without further ado, I'm say we just get right into it. And if you would, please, Jason, I'll have you go ahead and start off with uh, the first film, which is Feels Good Man. Yes. Uh, so they're both documentaries, too, which I think, yeah, that's a good yeah. Uh, yeah. comparison for the two. So Feels Good Man is um, that's a documentary I've been wanting to see for a really long time. Uh, first time I heard about it, it sounded interesting, but it is about the character of uh, Pepe the Frog, uh, which is which originated as a animated character that was drawn by uh, uh, Matt Fury, who's a comics, uh, who's an artist, comic artist, uh, artist in general, author, uh, all kinds of stuff. But the the image uh, was originally just kind of a you know, the character originally was just kind of a just a laid back kind of hippie frog and the 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 his phrase uh feels good man uh just kind of caught on and it's just kind of a laid back hippie character and this movie is really fascinating because to me like it shows how uh you know the internet can't the internet has been responsible for a lot of really good things uh, but the internet is responsible for a lot of garbage too. And this movie kind of shows you the way that uh, this character was kind of uh, twisted through memes, through reproduction, through just this amazing sequence of events to where it actually became known as a, like a, a recognized hate symbol, the way that it was used. And this documentary, I think, is fascinating in the way that it kind of portrays the way that the Internet can take anything speeding away. You know, what I mean, and and the artist who is not some right wing nut like the people that have perverted that image. Um, he's like just a cool, laid back, sweet guy. And his his creation took on a life of its own uh, in a way that is really disturbing and uh, really fascinating to me. And that, the story is about how that happened, uh, why that happened, which nobody can really answer because the internet is insane. Um, and then his, his struggles to kind of reclaim the character and take it back to its, um, you know, what it was, the character, the way the character was really originally meant to be. Um, so, uh, I really, really like this movie. I would say, you know, there, I've seen a lot of good documentaries this year, but I think this is the probably the best documentary I've seen this year. Um, but to me, like the, the the moral of the story to me when I was watching this is that like really like hateful uh, right wing losers can ruin just about anything, especially using the ultimate losers tool, which is the internet, you know. And uh, but I think that you know, and it's easy to get hopeless when you think about that because the internet is so prevalent um, and it's so easy to be to it's so easy for people with an agenda to thwart things and make them hateful and make them wrong but I think it's it's the, the feeling I left this movie with was that it's worth um, 
fighting that, you know, even though fighting that will only make those jerks like make fun of you some more. Uh, ultimately, I think that, you know, I'm an optimist. So I think that, uh, you know, good generally wins over evil most of the time. So this movie, even though it was pretty bleak uh, some of the times uh, and, and seeing some of the stuff on the internet that this character became is pretty depressing. Uh, the ways that it was used and how helpless the ar artist was. Uh, but I think I, I'm, I, I was glad to see him fighting it and continuing to fight it. And maybe one day uh, he can get it off of that hate symbol list. Um, I see the value in it being on the hate symbol list because it's still a hate symbol, unfortunately, in the hands of others. But uh, I, I, I like to see his fight and that he's not giving up on that fight. So I thought this was a really fascinating movie. It made me mad. Uh, it, it made me laugh. Um, and it made me think about a lot of things because I'm I'm not really you know I don't read comics I'm definitely not on 4chan I, it seems like a complete pit to me that I have no interest in whatsoever um, so um, I, I had no knowledge of any of that stuff except I knew vaguely that it was this frog was a hate symbol and I didn't know where it came from but now I know and it's a pretty fascinating movie I thought so what do you think here now that I've gone on and on <laughs> Yeah, um, and you know, unfortunately, we're going to be doing two films, so we're going to have to compare and, and probably we'll probably compare and con contrast the, the two differences between the two films. Um, so, so I did like this one. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, I, I and I hate to 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 spin it like this, but um, you know, my my only issue is is one. You know, he probably could have controlled this from the get go. You know what I mean? I think that he kind of because when you're loosey goosey and you know he was kind of the 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 the, the creator was kind of hippie like from like you know the Bay Area and and you know he was like well I didn't really care that people were just taking it and using it and making memes out of it and you know whereas if if he had in the very beginning had done something or said hey I have licensing over this he might have been able to stop from the get go and that's pretty much what everybody has told him um, so. And sometimes you have to say, well, you, you know, he never intended it to be that way. But when you're allowing people just to use your imagery for whatever, and then now after it, it becomes a hate symbol, now you're like, oh, well, you know, I didn't re realize it was going to turn to that. Well, you know, these things happen, you know, unfortunately. And it's just an unfortunate reality is the way I saw it. Um, so I think that, you know, there there is some responsibility, you know, to control that licensing. You don't know that these things are going to spin out of control, but, you know, when you that 4chan or whatever that group is, 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 you know, they were already taking his imagery before it became a, a hate symbol and they were making memes out of it and they were, you know, doing all these things. And, you know, he didn't really bother with it until it got onto like a hate symbol, you know? So I, I feel like you could have probably taken a little bit, a little bit more of a stricter action in the beginning. You might've been able to prevent it from blowing out of control and becoming this major hate symbol. It's just my opinion. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think, you know, I kind of I kind of understand because for one thing, he wasn't he wasn't interested in any of that stuff. So, um, yeah, but that that's the problem. You know what yeah, I mean? You but also, man, like you got to think like, um, you know, he's an artist like memes happen no matter what. It's it's always kind of the less cool thing to do to get twisted out of shape about that you know it's i mean like think if he was an I'm, not, I'm not arguing i'm not arguing yeah. that it's less cool or whatever but i'm arguing if he had done that it might not have blown out to to, to become a hate symbol well i'm That's just my... i don't i don't think this is kind of like an unprecedented thing that happened to this character i don't think anybody could have ever guessed you know and i mean like like if it's like an artist whose music was being sampled you know 
It's not. It's yeah, not, you sue them. You then that's what many of them do. Many of them go in and they sue the people that are sampling their music, or you have to give rights and, and liberties to that. If he had done that from the beginning, this probably wouldn't have happened. So that I, I think that to your point, most artists that have music out there, they don't want people sampling. I mean, we're on a YouTube channel. We can't just stream any music that we want to. Somebody's going to come in and sue us, right? Yeah, or tell so, us to stop. Yeah. yeah, or tell us to stop, you know, cease and desist. You know, if he had done that from the get-go, you know, when things were already starting to move in that direction, he might have been able to get ahead of the, and, you know, stop it from snowballing into what it became. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's just my uh, my other thought on it is, is you know, I enjoyed it. I don't think I loved it quite as much as you did. I, I did enjoy it. I, I felt like, and, and like I said, I'll get into the other one in just a minute. I felt like this one was a much, that one's more broad, um, the, the second movie we're going to talk about, whereas this one I felt was a little bit more uh, smaller in, in terms of it, it, it did affect some people. It obviously affected his life, and, and it did become kind of this hate symbol and memes and stuff like that. But um, as somebody that has seen that character, um, in memes, um, you know, I didn't even know it was supposedly like this hate symbol thing or or I've never even heard of 4chan yeah. and that group that, that was doing things with memes and and making all these memes and, you know, whatever case may be. So for me, I was watching and it was kind of like, you know, I, I, I get that it, it obviously became a hate symbol and it was obviously banned and that sort of stuff. I just I guess I didn't quite resonate with it because I didn't I didn't know about that stuff and I still don't know. You know, I mean, yeah, these people in that in that group, they were like, oh, yeah, we were responsible for, you know, Trump winning president and that kind of stuff, you know, because and I'm like, really, I don't, you know, this small little 4chan group that I'm sure has thousands of members, but I don't think it was quite to that magnitude. I think that, yeah, once the campaign got going, maybe it started getting used for that. And then after he won, I think it even kind of magnified even more. So, but um, but overall, I, I enjoyed it overall. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love it quite as much as you did, but uh, overall, I enjoyed it. But I, I do think that the that as an artist, you got to take control and liberty over whatever you're presenting out there. Because yeah, there's no way to know. Yeah, you're right. It's Monday morning quarterbacking, as I say. There's no way to know specifically that something's going to turn into a hate group or something's going to turn into whatever it is. Um, but if I'm an artist, I want control over my stuff to some capacity. I'm not saying I got to go out and sue every single person that uses and I can just say, hey, you know, you got to give creative, you know, you know, cease and desist. You know, I'm not going to sue you, but, you know, you can't be using this for this. I hate to, to enforce it, but, you know, this is my product. This is this is something that I created. And, you know, I should be the only one that to be able to do that. Or you should have to get permission from me in order to do that. I think if you just do that, I think that you could have alleviated uh, a lot of the issues that he ended up having. Because now you're backtracking after you've already let the, you know, the, you know, the, the, the bridge or the bridge collapse to try to fix it when you could have fixed it in the get go. So that's just my thought. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. That is feels good, man. Uh, the second film, uh, which is uh, in that same vein, this it's also about uh, uh, you know how things can conspire out of control. It's called the Social Dilemma. Um, so this one's a little more interesting um, in the sense that it, whereas I felt like Feels Good Man was, was a little bit more small because it, it it essentially impacted maybe one person. You know what I mean? And to some degree, it became a hate group kind of thing, but really it, it impacted the creator. Whereas the social dilemma 
impacts all of us. <laughs> so, um, so it's a little bit more of a broader scale. And so, um, so this one is basically about, um, um, so it's kind of, it's interesting. So it's kind of a documentary, but it's also kind of a reenactment within the documentary as well. Um, so basically they found like some of the most, you know, the, the big tech gurus um, that were all, you know, in the early phases of developing like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and, and all of these, you know, Twitter and yeah, you know, all these big social media platforms. And uh, so these were like a lot of the developers, a lot of people that, you know, created the like button and the thumbs up button and that kind of stuff. So it was a lot of these developers that they were basically interviewing um, about the effects that, you know, what they were creating kind of turned into. And it's so kind of similar to like feels good, man. They never expected, you know, what was going to end up happening by having, you know, all these 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 platforms out there and what they were going to do and, and what kind of uh, issues they were going to cause. And then and also within the movie, uh, within the documentary, they were doing reenactments to kind of go along with whatever they were talking about. So they had like kind of a family that were kind of like addicted to their cell phones. Uh, you know, every time your cell phone rings, you have to you know check it or every time you get a notification from Facebook, you have to check it and that kind of stuff. And, and that's basically kind of what the documentary is about. It's about how how we've become programmed uh, to uh and attached to the hip to social media and to our cell phones. I mean, that's, and that's just essentially everybody. So that I feel like the, this one was a, was a more broader scale because it kind of affects everybody. And we're kind of all in that same boat now, you know, I mean, I, even myself, I know my, if I get a, a notification or see something, you know, I'm probably going to click on it to see what it was about. Or if I was tagged in a photo, I'm like, Oh, what was this photo? And I'll go in and, and check it out. And now I'm on the rabbit hole for the next 15, 20 minutes <laughs> looking at Facebook or, you know, or, you know, I don't use Twitter, but you know, Instagram or whatever case may be, you just kind of go down the rabbit hole and look at that kind of stuff. And that's kind of what the documentary was about. And, and, and it also talks about the effects of what it's doing to our kids and how, you know, they you know, anybody that was born pretty much after about 2006, you know, once they were basically first grade, kindergarten, whatever case may be, they already are starting to have cell phones and now they're attached to it and now they're addicted to it. And it's dealing with their emotional state, uh, their emotional well-being. Because, you know, when you and I were kids, we didn't have these issues. You know, we didn't have all these big self-esteem issues, um, you know, because now kids are, you know, a kid will go online, he'll go on Facebook or you know, Twitter or TikTok or whatever, and they'll post a video or they'll post a, a, a picture or whatever case may be. And they're expecting to get gratification from that mm -hmm. because that's just the society we live in now. You know, if you post a, a picture of yourself on Facebook and you get no likes, <laughs> you know, you like know, three it, or something. Yeah. Like or that. just like three or nobody like says anything. Yeah. Or nobody says anything. You're like, wow, nobody likes this picture of me. I'm a total failure. I'm a total loser. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's that's just kind of how we are now. Whereas when we were kids, we didn't have those issues. I mean, sure, there were still some social, uh, some, some 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 issues. There were still kids that got bullied, and there were still kids that got picked on, and that kind of stuff. But social media just takes it to another level. And because of that, you know, it was kind of explained in the documentary. Is because of that, it also when you're online, people are more likely to say things to you that they wouldn't say to you in person. You know what I mean? So people can be way more hurtful to you. Um, it's like, you know, I start reading the comments. Like if I see an article pops up and I would read an article, I just stop reading the comments because it's just, it's just all just hate stuff in there. You know, yeah. you know, because it doesn't matter what it is. They can do it anonymously. 
Yeah, yeah. As far it, as like 4chan, 4chan is entirely anonymous, so you can just spew whatever yeah, the hell you want. Yeah, and, and that's how most of, you know, you know, Yahoo News or CNN or Fox or whatever it is that you're that you subscribe to. You know, if you're on there, you're reading an article, you go in those comments and you'll you'll see all kinds of stuff. And it doesn't matter what the article was about. It could be the most positive thing. You know, firefighter saves, you know, kitten out of tree, you know. You go into the comments and it's like, yeah, my tax pay in dollars are going to save some cat. You know what I mean? Like, who do they think yeah. they are? You know what I mean? And that's just kind of how it is these days, you know? And and that's kind of basically, in a sense, what, what the social dilemma is about. Um, like I said, is the de developers, you know, not realizing that what they were creating. You know, one of them was talking about he created the the like button on, on uh, Facebook. He created it as a positive thing. You know, it was a positive thing. You know, you see something you like and you like it, you know, but now it's kind of turned into if you, you know, they didn't think well, what happens when you don't get that like, you know what I mean? And that that creates self-esteem issues, because like you said, if you post a photo of yourself and, you know, nobody likes it or somebody says something negative negative to you in the comments. Now you're depressed and you're upset and you you feel like your your, your life isn't you're not as valued or, or you're not you know, you're not worth it. And. And that's why, you know, and it's also covered in the doc is, you know, suicides are up and and depression is up and anxiety is up. And all of these things are, are you know, a, a direct influence of, of social media and the platforms we're on. And, and that's kind of basically what it was. And and the crazy part about that I like about it is. So these people are the developers and they know a lot of them are actually they, they, they did the analytics, you know, because um what a lot of people didn't realize is that, you know, so, so like you take Facebook, Instagram and, and, you know, all these other social media sites that are out there, you know, they're all competing against each other. They're all vying for your time. You know, they all want you on their platform as much as you can be, whether you're at home, at work, in school, whatever case may be, they want you on there 24 seven. And so that's why they're kind of sending you all these notifications and, you know, Oh, you're, your friend is, you know, blah, 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 you know, come check it out. Come online and see what they're doing. You know, oh, they've just, you know, checked into a new restaurant. Come, come see what they're talking about, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's kind of the society that we live in now. And they say that, you know, we, we develop these things and we're, we also have to go, we also go on these things, you know, we, you know, so you have these people that are developing these, these analytics that are their job was to keep people engaged and keep them on social media. And they go, yeah, you know, when, when my phone rings or I get a notification, I have to go on social media and look at it too. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very interesting documentary. Um, a lot of it was things that, you know, I kind of already knew. Um, but it was also a lot of things that, you know, I didn't realize or I didn't know the magnitude of, of the depression and the anxiety and, 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 you know, the, 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 the devaluating, each other that it was doing, especially to our kids. And so it's just, it's just a really scary world that we're living in and, and, you know, and, and how it also delves into politics and how divided we've become, you know what I mean? Now that you, you, there's, there's far more people that are considered to be far right. And there's far more people now that are considered to be far left. And there's less people that are like in the center that really are saying, you know, I'm not completely liberal. I'm not completely conservative. And, and, you know, and, and we're all kind of pitted against each other now because of it, you know, yeah, and that's and all that's right. It's also like, it's, it's kind of an echo chamber too. You know what I mean? Like uh, you look on your newsfeed and you think everybody agrees with me, you know, right. or, uh, you know, or I think most people, yeah. And uh, you know, it's, and it's, it's not, not everybody's seeing the same thing. 
And yeah. you know, it's personalized. I get it. That's that's great. That's that's you know, software algorithms. But um, it's uh, it's yeah, it's yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah, interrupt you. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! You're you're actually. I mean, that's that's the exact point that I was you know going to and and, and that we we're talking about is that you know they use these algorithms that you know. So if you're, let's say you're a little more conservative, well, guess what? You're gonna get pumped with nothing but conservative you know, news and conservative facts, you know, same thing with liberal. On the other side, if you're more liberal, you're going to get pumped full of, you know, liberal news or liberal facts. And so you're not seeing the same news that your conservative counterpart is seeing and vice versa. And that's also what's call it, causing that divide because you're only seeing the facts that are presented to you. And I'm saying both sides are bad. Both sides are guilty of that. You know, it's not just conservatives, it's not just liberals. Both sides are guilty of just showing you what you want to see. And now we're to the point, say, like on Facebook, you know, you, you start getting notifications. If you're, a, a, you know, a Trump supporter, you're going to get all Trump notifications. You're going to get all things that are conservative, all, all things that are about Trump. So you're not even seeing what you know, Joe Biden is saying or what the news about him is, unless it's negative and vice versa. If you're a Biden supporter, you're getting all Biden positivity things, all great things that Biden's doing, all the negative things that Trump and the conservatives are doing. So you're getting two different news and that's what's pitting each other against each other. And that's what's causing this social divide that we have right now. And that's why you see so much of that. You know, you post something, a, a, a political article, and then you know, everybody's got their own fact check. Oh, that's fake news. Well, that's fake news. That's fake news. Oh, no. Well, this article says is this. And this article says is this because we're at a point now in American society. No one knows what's real anymore. No one knows what to believe anymore because everybody's getting different news. Everybody's getting different information from different sources. And it's so diluted in social media that even social media, even Facebook and, you know, all the other big channels out there, they don't know what's real and what's fake anymore because they don't know because everybody gets their news from different sources. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are reliable sources, you know, there are ways to fact check things, but a lot of people don't take that extra step. Usually they see, well, the problem is, is that even if you, they see a headline, well, they see a headline that says what they want it to say and then they share it, you know? Yeah. Well, well, I agree with what you're saying. There is reliable sources, but even that is, is skewed because someone will say, oh, well, I don't believe in CNN or MSNBC because they're liberal and they, they protrude that. Or I don't believe in Fox News because they're conservative. And so there's there's still that that divide where people still aren't going to believe that information based on the source that it's coming from. So and that's that's part of the problem. Yeah, but I, I do feel like there are some objective sources. There really are. And Fox is not not one of them. That's not an objective right. But source. they would argue that. But. They would argue that MSNBC and CNN are not reliable. That, that's that, that's the exact point that I'm trying to make. Yeah, I you know what I mean. <laughs> but but you talk to somebody that that gets their information from Fox News, and they would say you're wrong. And that's and that's the problem. That's mm -hmm. that's the world we yeah. live in. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're right in what you're believing, but they're going to argue just as strongly as you are that they're right in what they're believing, and that's the and that's where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. That, and that's what that's the point that I think that the documentary is trying to say is that we're so divided and we both think that our news are, is, is complete facts. And I'm not saying that that you're not right. I'm just saying that they also are going to think that they're right. And because they're going to find something that that maybe Fox or that CNN didn't say that they found. You know what I mean? And that's and that's kind of where you know, so right, yeah, exactly. Just, like, yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I think that's just the issue that we have right now. So no, I, you know, in a nutshell, I'm just saying I, I enjoyed it. I think it's a, it's a good doc to, to check out and it, it definitely has a lot of great information in there for you. Um, just my take. Yeah. I, I, you can go ahead and carry on with oh, <laughs> what, yeah, you, I mean, what you're yeah. talking about. I, I went on and on about the first one. You went on and on about this one. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like you covered a lot of things I, I would have said, um, you know, I have, uh, you know, I did, I, I liked it a lot. It was good. It was a good documentary. Definitely. You know, I watched both of these movies in one day, uh, which was a little overwhelming. You know, yeah. I kind of wished I had watched uh, feels good man last because that one does have a little bit of a ray of sunshine where this one, it, when it was over, it was just like, oh my God, we're, we're all doomed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I thought it was a really good documentary. I didn't like it quite as much as feels good, man. Um, but I did really like it. Um, I don't really have anything negative to say about it at all. I like, I like the reenactments. I like the, uh, I like the, uh, the kind of fantasy reenactments that was kind of inside of the phone sort of with, uh, yeah. Vincent Carthizer, uh, playing, uh, like all the algorithms, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Basically the algorithms that were like basically thinking of different ways to keep you engaged, whether it's good or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause they were like, so it would be like the, the algorithm basically like, Oh, you know, Jimmy hasn't been on Facebook in you know, two days, what's going on. Let's see if we can find different ways to get him yeah. back engaged. Uh, I know what we'll do. We'll send him a notification of, uh, you know, his ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> like that'll get him back online. You know, so yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it was that that part was really really funny too. I, I enjoyed that too. Yeah, cool. yeah, and I mean, we could talk forever about this subject, but I mean, I have yeah. I have very mixed feelings on social media. Not to say I don't use it. I'm I'm on it every day. You know, I'm guilty of it too. Uh, and same it's, with it, the developers. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 you know you know, both of these movies are about the, the, all the, the ramifications of the internet basically. And, and it can be used for good and it can be used for bad. And unfortunately, uh, you know, I think human nature, I think social media does a great job of exploiting human nature for better right. and for worse. You right. know what I mean? Like they're talking about like that dopamine hit that you get when you see, Oh my God, a, a notification. I got to check it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like absolutely. somebody likes me, you know, somebody yeah. that's, I mean, that's like, we're the same way, you know, I, I post our, our, our videos on, you know, on YouTube and, you know, it's like, oh, cool. This video's trending is doing well, you know, but yeah. if a video doesn't do as well, you're like, well, why what is nobody watching this? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, you know, so you, it's the same, you know, we're, we're, we're in the same, you know, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Same thing. You, you post a, a photo or an article or something of that nature and it gets, no views, no likes, no, no, whatever's, no reshares or whatever. You're like, well, I guess nobody cares about what I have to say, you know, or nobody cares about my picture, you know, nobody cares about the trip I took, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And I think one of the things that really bothers me uh, just in general about cell phones in general, I guess, but social media, especially is that um, there's a real quick shot in the, in the, in the social dilemma, you know, one of the reenactment scenes, but it's like the, the, the kid, um, talking to his friend and they're having like a, a conversation, you know, they're having a conversation together and uh, you know, it goes, it cuts to the algorithm on the inside saying like, let's get his attention back, you know? So they send him like a, you know, a notification. And then the two friends who are, who were having a perfectly normal conversation are then sitting right next to each other doing this, you know right. what I mean? And that bothers me. I see that all the time. Like, and I'm yeah. guilty of it too. I'm sitting there, I'm with my family you yeah. Know, yeah. No, no, you go, like go to a restaurant. Yeah. Go to any restaurant. Well, 
Yeah. Not now because we're all not going to restaurants because yeah. COVID. But in normal times, you go to a restaurant and you'll see a family of four and everybody's on their phone before the, you know, before the food gets there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And or, or even when the foods get there, they're eating, they're on their phone, they're, you know, checking their messages, whatever the case may be. So Yeah. And it's just like those two friends were talking. And then one of them got a notification and then they're just sitting there doing this like zombies, you know, and I'm guilty yeah. too. Um, but I think that is a, that's a bad thing for, for humanity. I think in general, you know, that, I agree. No, yeah. no, I definitely, you know, I, I definitely think that we're going in a direction that, you know, I mean, yeah, you can say this one's doom and gloom, but I mean, I kind of have to, in some capacities agree, you know, yeah. that, that, that it's, 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 I don't know how you reverse this. Yeah. You know, I no, don't, I, I don't, too far i think it's, it's yeah it's, i just don't think you can you know and and if your kids you know grew up and and had cell phones in their hand their entire lives you're not going to be able to just turn that off you know what i mean they're, they're too invested in it you know yeah so it is it's just, I mean, the the generation of kids now it's been there their whole life you know yeah, the you know kids, uh, um, yeah i mean you know even even like for punishments you know you you know we live in a society now where it's weird for punishments you you take their phone away but then they're like but how are you going to contact me? How are you going to know where I'm at? How are you going to, you know, yeah, whatever, what school. if an emergency happens? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What if, a, well, yeah, yeah. What if, you know, what if an emergency happens or, you know, and, and we're all that way. I mean, cause I think for myself, like if I leave the house without my cell phone, you know, we feel lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, we'll, we could get to work without our cell phones and be like, I forgot my cell phone. I gotta go back home. <laughs> Yeah, people yeah. Are, people are yeah. Like, oh yeah absolutely by all means go 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 home and get your cell phone you can't live without that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's yeah, just exciting the world we live in you you're there are things you could do and they talk about that like the people who invented these things yeah tell you like turn off your notifications right that's the first but thing to I do like, I, the only notifications i have are like my phone and my text i don't want to know yeah. all day long about all the other stuff and so there are things you can do, and I, I you know, I, I have tried to limit it a lot in the last few months because I started to see myself relying on it too much, being on yeah. it all day, you know, and it's just Absolutely. like, it's just like, what am you know, I'm feel like I'm wasting my life. No, no, I agree, I agree. I'm, you know, I, I've, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well, you know, and I, I've tried to turn off a few of my notifications also, so that I'm not getting as many alerts and and that sort of stuff, and you know, because it, it, I mean, there's literally days where I get, I would get on my phone and it's just like, you know, forty notifications from Facebook, you know, fifty notifications from YouTube, you know, you know, it's like you have all these notifications and. To go through and check them, I've just wasted an hour of my day just checking all my notifications. You know what I mean? Like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, no, same boat. I want to know if same somebody boat. texts me or calls me. That's it. I turned off all the other notifications, <laughs> and I've tried to limit it. Like I try to go to Facebook only once or twice a day. But yeah, which is which is smart. Yeah. Long, you know. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, with that said, after our, our long rant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's start with feels good, man. I knew these two. I knew these two would go together. Yeah. Uh, no, topic. they actually do. Yeah, they do. Hot button topic. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, let's start with feels good, man. Your uh, overall grade and face you would give that one. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I gave it uh, a four and a half out of five. So a minus, which is my that face uh, cheesing it. Big smile. Loved it. Would watch it again for sure. Cool. 
Uh, yeah, I gave it a three out of five. I liked it. I didn't. I didn't love it quite as much as you did. Um, you know, because like I said, I, I still had issues with the the creator. I think he could have controlled it a little bit. So, um, so it's kind of like one of those. I, I couldn't be completely woe was me because I felt like there were things that he could have done. So, um, but I liked it. I liked it overall. So I gave it. A, I'm gonna give it a three out of five, and I'm gonna give it this face, which is a smile and a little bit of teeth. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, but. You know, not not a bad film though. Yeah. Definitely one that I would recommend someone to check out. Yeah. Moving on to the social dilemma, uh, the mm -hmm. grade and face you would give that one. Uh, I give that four out of five, like a solid B plus. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought, like you said, it was a more it, it had a wider reach for sure. Um, but for me, I thought like the wide the documentaries that try to cover a huge topic. Uh, they always seem to feel like they're jumping to some conclusions and some, some capacities, but, um, but I did really like it. There's a lot of good food for thought in there and it made me think a lot, you know, obviously we've talked for a very long time just about the subject that it even, without even really going into a lot of the theories, right? it, it gets you thinking about all this stuff. So it's a very strong movie for sure. I gave it a four out of five B plus, which is this face, big smile, not quite cheesing it, but big smile. Cool. Even though it made me want to cry afterwards. <laughs> um yeah yeah i like i said i definitely preferred this one over the other one um um so i actually gave it the same grade you gave it so there's a there's a you know so i gave it a four out of five also um so big smile uh you know showing those pearly whites for sure uh definitely um uh one of the one of the better docs of the of the year for me for sure so definitely highly enjoyed that one so cool well, cool. Well, we thank you guys for watching. Uh, we definitely urge, uh, if you're watching this, you haven't seen either film, uh, Feels a Good Man or The Social Dilemma, we definitely say check them out. Um, it's got some great information, some great stuff for you. And, you know, hopefully, you know, it, it makes a difference for you as well. You know, hopefully it changes maybe some of your habits of, of having you know, notifications or maybe kind of pull them back a little bit from the social media angle and that kind of stuff, or just being aware and knowledgeable of what, you know, the ramifications of social media can have. So, but we thank you guys for watching and we'll back, we'll be back again for, with the new show for you shortly. Um, if you like the channel, we do ask that you like subscribe. And then as always hit the bell notifications as we do upload constantly and we'll be back again with another show. You have a great day. Bye. Put, put your phone down. Yes. Put your phone down. <laughs>